Welcome to Protect Your Assets Market Briefing. I'm your host, David Hollander, also known as the Sandman. Now let's get started. Stocks dropped on Friday after a highly anticipated inflation report showed a faster than expected rise in prices and consumer sentiment hit a record low. The Dow average shed 730 points or 2.3%. S&P was off 25 and the NASDAQ sank 3.1%. The sell-off was broad with nearly every member of the 30-stock Dow in the red. Declining stocks outnumbered advancing ones on the New York Stock Exchange by roughly 9 to 1. Apple dropped 2.9%, and the drop for stocks means that Wall Street is headed for another week of losses. The Dow, lower, NASDAQ, and S&P. What kicked this off was the Thursday report, which I'll talk about in a minute. But Friday, uh, after the during during the open, we had the May Consumer Price Index report, and this came in highest level since 1981, which put pressure on the stock market because, again, of the fears of inflation. The report showed that prices rose 8.6 percent year over year and 6% when you exclude food and energy prices. Economists surveyed by Dow Jones were expecting year over year increases of 8.3%, so it was slightly higher than expectations, and 5.9% for the core index. Two-year treasury this past week also jumped up above 3%, which is the highest level we've seen since 2008. So what happened this week and why did stocks start to go down? Well, like I've been saying for a while now, stocks rallied since May 20th, primarily due to hopes of a rate hike pause by the Fed. Remember, we were talking about that happening potentially in September and reopening in China. And both of those factors slid backwards this past week, starting on Thursday. So it wasn't really a surprise that stocks started to drop that day. But the intensity of the drop, more than 2%, was bigger than the actual news. And that got some people a little bit excited, particularly when we had the hot CPI report uh, that came out Friday morning. So circling back to the reasons for the overall decline this week, of course, hot inflation. Second, the China reopening went a little backwards this week, as Shanghai and Beijing both said they were going to start imposing more lockdowns because COVID's getting out of hand again. And while the restrictions are minimal and only covered small parts of the city, it doesn't really matter because it's a reminder that China has not abandoned its zero COVID policy. And that means markets will continue to operate under the threat of surprise restrictions. Switching to the Fed and interest rates, Rate futures for the end of the year, this is where the Fed fund futures are priced right now, hit a new high for the year. And this means the market's no longer pricing in a Fed pause like it was two weeks ago and instead is pricing in the possibility that the Fed gets even more hawkish, i.e. raising more rates. So does the action we saw these last couple days mean that the rally is now over and we're going to retrace the May 20 lows? Remember, I said it wasn't an impossibility for that to happen, but I don't think it does. I think there's still going to be improvement in China, and I think the U.S. consumer will surprise a lot of us. And as we've seen with travel and hotels, uh, continue to, to get out there and spend money. This week should be a reminder to all of you that markets do tend to overshoot things and information that comes out. We've seen this since May 20th on the upside, and now we're seeing it the last few weeks, particularly this week on the downside, I think overshooting the information that's out there because bottom line, there's still a lot of unknown. You can hear the Protect Your Assets Market Briefing on your favorite podcast app or as an Alexa Flash Briefing. Just search for Protect Your Assets Market Briefing. Links to subscribe free wherever you listen are at libertygroupllc.com slash PYA Briefing.
The following program is paid for by Liberty Group, and the views and opinions of the host do not represent those of the station or its ownership. Investment advisory services are offered through Liberty Wealth Management, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Legal information provided on the air is not intended to be a substitute for callers hiring their own lawyers to advise them about personal legal matters. The information provided is general financial comment and cannot be relied upon for your specific financial situation. Investing involves risks, including the risk of loss of your investment. Please consult with a financial professional before investing. California Life Agent number 0B48569. You're listening to the Protect Your Assets Radio Network. 